Hey everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I am your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Papa. Bah, 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 bah. Hey, it's Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Consistently, yes. Oh, man. So, today we're going to be talking about um, the emotion fondness. Ooh. Gonna get real ah. fondness. I was going to say something really dumb, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. So. <laughs> no, so just keep doing you. Yeah, okay. Just do you. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And me's not going to be dumb right now, so. <laughs> me's right. not going right. to be dumb I'm right gonna, now. I'm okay. going to push that over to the side. It sounds good. You can be dumb whenever you want. That's fair In enough. my opinion. All right. Or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, fondness. Or I guess we're just jumping right into this, yes? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> So what are some things that you have fondness for in your life? Okay. Cedric? Uh, oh, yes. Nice. Ah. Very, this, is, this is the power feel good to just be like looking at us and then suddenly, no, you answer the question. It's essentially all I do in my, in my classroom. Meh, it's all right. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. I'm the only one really addicted to power. Uh, in this case, right, like if I have a fondness for, so it, this one was actually pretty pretty hard for me to, to to talk about and we're gonna hopefully talk about why it was hard in a bit after mm-hmm. but in doing so and to answering your question directly uh this is it, i had to go over in a roundabout way and the thing i'm fond about or i have fondness for is tai chi and i think that's so cool i mean but it's so funny because it just took me a really long time to figure it out and then i realized like and so um, I was talking to a friend, and we, I was trying to figure out what I'm fond about, because I wanted to make sure that, you know, like, I understood, like, I, I could talk about something, and I was, like, drawing up a blank, and then a friend of mine, she was talking about, like, how she's a black belt in Taekwondo, Whoa. and I was like, well, first of all, completely unexpected, <laughs> and, um, like, I was like, no, like, I don't know, like, and then I was just like... Do I feel emasculated? No. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't. It was cool. Good. It was just cool. But I just kind of like make fun of her now. Like she's like a Taekwondo master. Like I feel safer in these streets with you next to me. <laughs> and then, um, but I was like, oh yeah, that's true. And then I thought about that's so cool. And then I realized, oh yeah, that is cool. Why do I think that's cool? Because I also had like maybe a fondness for martial arts. Mm. And then specifically, I remembered a moment um, where outer class was performing outside in a park. Practicing. And, or practicing, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not performing. Practicing outside of a park. And then we see like a, a gathering of people of, of an older set, you know, <laughs> a, long, a little bit of long in the tooth. Um, but they were doing Tai Chi. And then there was like, and then we looked at it and I think we all looked at it and we're like, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> And so I, I, I had a fondness for it. And so um, recently, and I won't mention how recently, I, I kind of just dug into my fondness a little bit more. And I was like learning like bits in here. So like it was very small. Um, like I, I essentially just only watched like one video on it. But it was like that's how it began, right? Like I just I wanted to kind of pursue it a little bit. And I'm like, and I realized like, oh, like Tai Chi means like the supreme principle or the supreme way. And then, like, it's all about balance, you know, being both grounded and then lifted. 
and then you know going up and down if you go left you go right and then just like when i think about it, it's like oh this is so cool and so the more i'm hearing about it the more i'm like i'm like more interested and i'm really really happy about that so uh my fondness is tai chi cool and i'm hoping to my eventual goal is to just hang out with like you know the greatest generation ever <laughs> and then just and then just be able to uh to, to tai chi with them i hope I, I do you guys think i'm too young to start tai chi no no Okay. I don't even think you, there's an age for Tai Chi. I, I probably, like, in the back of my head, I probably have seen a kid doing Tai Chi when yeah. he's... Really? You know? Okay. Then, so. then that makes me feel better. Because, like, I don't know if there's, like, an actual age limit, but I feel like de facto, like, there's an age limit. Like, like yo, are you sure you're not trying to, like, play basketball or something? Like, <laughs> no, man. I'm, I'm here for Tai Chi. It's like, all right. Yeah. You know, what's really cool is that um the... Uh, have you ever watched... Have you guys ever watched... um uh, the Last Stand Brander or um, Avatar? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like, um, you know, the the waterbenders, okay? Mm-hmm. Their martial art is actually based on Tai Chi. Ooh. So. That's what I'm saying. This is probably why I'm like, again, like I'm, I'm seeing these little bits of fondness and I'm like, oh, yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to try to figure that out. That's pretty cool, though, just to know that something that I, I media wise, I watch has influenced me in that way. So you're going to be a waterbender. Oh. I was always kind of uh, partial to airbending, yeah. but uh, waterbending's cool too. I mean, <laughs> waterbending's like my second thing that I would want to be. Mm, uh-huh. My least would probably be firebending. Oh, I'll why? Be ah, I just think it's just really violent. No, they're not. I just feel like okay, like if I'm like I move a rock to one place or another, I'd be like, okay, cool, that was a, I moved a rock, and then it's water. It's like someone gets splashed in the face. If a little bit of fire touches somebody, they're gonna be like, hey, what? What are you doing, man? I'd be yeah, like, but what if something's on fire and you could bend it away? I mean, couldn't well, I t- just use dirt and water to get it to go away? Yeah, but also, like, what's you can do blood bending with water bending. Like, that's dangerous. And you can squash people with rocks. And you could make <laughs> tornadoes with air bending. My point is there's upsides and downsides to both all of them. And you really need to, like, if you have the intention to use fire for good, then you're fine. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Also, there's some things like plants and stuff that need fire to grow. So Okay, so convinced. Good. It's still on the bottom of the list. <laughs> Whatever. I'll be the firebender in our group. Clearly. <laughs> the spark's just flying all over the place. Yeah. I can, I'll, you know, cook and make warmth and, you know, <laughs> See, she can cook. Yeah, I can cook. That's true. I can't. Like, what am I gonna like? Water? Like, I just made it this water. You <laughs> can boil water. No, I'll boil the water. Yeah, like I'm forced to like wash dishes. <laughs> that's all I can do. Oh my god. I'd say it's okay. I'd probably burn something down. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm a little clumsy. Oh. <laughs> oh, she can put out. Ladies my and accent. gentlemen, Jenny, our firebender, everybody. Hey. <laughs> I just see just fire everywhere. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> That's the crowd running out of because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I burned That's down. A panic. The- <laughs> oh my god. This is a wild panic. This is why we need a water bender and a fire bender. <laughs> so that Cedric oh can god. put out my accidents while I'm training. Well, speaking of fire bending, I'd say my my um my fondness is probably cooking. Mm-hmm. It, it was interesting because like I like I, I had to cook because like, I'm a broke college student. Come on now, hey. or like, I'm, well, I'm, I'm a, I'm a broke, you know, 
full-time employee now. Yeah. <laughs> so, fair. Um, and that's, a, that's a sad thing to say out loud. I'm a broke human. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, the interesting thing about it is that, like, what I love about cooking is really how I could be creative with it. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. I mean, I actually don't like following recipes but like if they're but like from time to time like i don't mind looking at it and then make something out of it because mm-hmm. i feel like when i cook i like to be creative with it you know kind of mix up some things that um that doesn't fall in the norm so sure. so that's what i like about cooking is that i can do i can make whatever i want and it could come out good or it can come out bad what was the last thing you made um cooking like like yeah, experimental like, wise or just like regular cooking wise well i mean we guess we can and, go into both yeah both okay so let's see here well last thing i made was probably scrambled eggs okay nice. but but the interesting thing is that i actually found a way where i made the scrambled eggs to how i like it oh there you okay. go because like now now how i make my scrambled eggs is i use butter milk mm. sometimes and soy sauce Okay. Uh-huh. So so simple stuff. But but the way but the way I cook it is quite different. I actually leave the, the stove on on medium on medium for a bit. And okay. then at the same time I mix my eggs. Uh-huh. And then put in the butter, smear it, and then and then once my and then I pour my eggs in, like two minutes and then take out. Okay. Oh, so it's just like so very it's, light. It's like, very it's very light, light and fluffy. Like, it's a very mm-hmm. active process of cooking eggs, mm-hmm. right? I, I really don't like like I don't like my eggs like kind of cooked all the way. Okay. I I yeah. like it like a little like, bit wet still. Not like, runny. like close close to runny. Okay. Like, cause like the thing with like what walking. I, wa- walking. <laughs> walking. <laughs> walking. What is that? It's, it's, like it's strolling. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tro- not runny. Because that's not runny. You you like your you like your eggs jogging. <laughs> These are these are bad. These are bad jokes. These are Jenny is just looking down at the ground. Um, yeah, you could say that. I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess you could say that. I don't know, but like, how do you like your eggs jogged? Jogged. Yeah, jogged. A little bit joggy. Yeah. Oh man. But but yeah, like I just I just think it's just more tastier and fluffier that way. Mm. You know, and I found I found that out through like burning my eggs. Okay, uh, and then through um, making like a different way of making eggs, I actually learned to do a French style. Oh, so I thought I thought that was cool. Fancy, like because like I was actually watching like Gordon Ramsay and how he makes his mm. eggs with anger. Yeah, <laughs> not with anger, but like when I look at it, I was like, that's scrambled eggs. Because like <laughs> the way you look at French scrambled eggs versus you know American oh, scrambled eggs is true, huh? actually completely different from what oh, you've seen. Okay. You know, because like how they make their scrambled eggs, it's, it's like all fluffy but super buttery. Oh, like it's, yeah. And like and they put chives in it. Oh. You know. Okay. So it's like it's all it's all it's all like lumps. Right. Like fluffy little lumps. Like, okay. Well, you know, as a, Americans, it's just like me. It's like for me, the epitome <laughs> of scrambled. Like it just yeah. like a yeah. mess a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. So what was interesting is like I kind of combined both of it and kind of made it my own kind of scrambled egg. But yeah, that's yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so Alex style eggs. Yeah, I could make you scrambled eggs if you guys have eggs here. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know if I do, uh, but if I do, then I'd be oh here it comes. I'm gonna be very excited about it. <laughs> 
You like my yolk? <laughs> Woo, buddy. <laughs> Go drive in your yolk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's super awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and for the for like for my experimental ones, I think the last experimental one I did was when you were at my house the last time we oh, recorded. The, um... That was that was when we were recording with the Annalise, uh-huh. um, and like I made dinner for you guys because like I knew you guys would come over, and I just wanted to see how my experiment was working. Um, it was uh, supposed to be a slow cooked crock pot, ah, uh, sweet and sour pork. Right, and it was very good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like you said, it was supposed to be. What was it instead? It 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 it, it had eyes in it. <laughs> what? No, it didn't have eyes in it. And it moved. When I ate it. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was Don't delicious. lie to it was, me. It's exactly what he said it was. Oh, okay. It was just, it just wasn't as flavorful I was looking for. Mm. Oh. I'll say that for sure. Like, it tasted normal. Mm. It, did, it just didn't have a distinction out of it. Oh, that's I fair see. enough. It did right. exactly taste like sweet and sour pork. Yeah, it didn't but taste it exactly like, like how you, the sweet and sour pork that you would yeah. eat at a, re, at a Chinese restaurant. Uh-huh. That's what I was trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Got it. But, like... I noticed that um, I needed more ingredients for sure. Uh, so well, good to know, right? Like you yeah. yeah. were able to to figure things out, and that's important. Mm-hmm. So nice that and good. like I learned how to make Korean styled fried rice and all these goodies. And there stuff you go. Like so that. that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, kimchi fun. fried rice. Yeah. yeah, And so that's good. Like yeah, like I think your fondness has been able to like you've explored it, and you have all of these now like. Alex recipes under your repertoire. You yeah, know, that's, that's impressive for sure. Mm-hmm. And so that's awesome. And I don't follow a cookbook for it. I just make it on the spot. There you go. Nice. Like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you know, like when you chef, like you ain't got no, you ain't got no cookbook. <laughs> well, you, you just, that thing doesn't catch on fire. There's too many things happening in all at once. You either know it or you don't. Yeah, that's true. And so that's very nice. You're, you're not just a home cook in my eyes. Now you're like a chef. No, don't chef. say that. Yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> Fire chef. No chef. I just love saying that. Because no I love I love like cooking shows and they would always say that. Like, I do enjoy that. Yes, yeah. chef. Yes, no chef. chef. No chef. Oh man. Alright. I chef. need I need six orders of poutine. Yes, chef. <laughs> poutine. Uh, alrighty. Well. Right. What about you, Jenny? Funness? Mm, not gonna lie, I'm struggling with fondness right oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, tell me and tell us about it. Um, uh, well, I think I'm kind of having an issue with like executing. I didn't mean to. It just comes out that way sometimes. Yes. Um, so I guess I've got a lot of things I'm curious about. Like, um,. I want to get back into art, and I feel like I talk about this, like, I want to be drawing every day, but Mm -hmm. have I done it? No. Mm. Um, I want to do yoga more often. Do I do it? No. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) I think there are, yeah, there's a lot of tasks, for sure. There's, and I guess it's a lot about, like, actually utilizing the time that I have for the things that I actually want to be doing, Mm. as opposed to, like... Oh, I'm tired, so I'm just gonna watch YouTube for hours. Or, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I can't really think about anything else, so I let myself like get stuck in an Instagram hole. And I really do feel like I'm letting myself do it because I started. I started doing it 
I think it was earlier this week where I just put like on a five minute timer and I forget, I feel like I heard about this. Like if you're going to procrastinate, like put on a timer and like just let yourself do it. And I was Mm. like, oh, that's good. Mm. So I put on like a five minute timer and like I went on Instagram for that time and then I got off and I was like, oh, okay, that worked. That's cool. And then maybe about half hour later, I was back on Instagram again. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, I'd really like to, I guess, like, accept my fondness more, if okay. that makes sense. Like, I've got a lot of things that I'm curious about, but... I think I'm kind of stuck in this potential zone. Oh, where, you're. Oh, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, like, oh, that could be cool if I did it. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just, it's like, um, I guess I, I've listened to a couple things recently, and um, that's kind of something that perfectionists struggle with is like being stuck in potential. Mm. Um. So I didn't quite realize that was a mental block that I have, but mm. I think it's a pretty it's a pretty prevalent one that I am realizing that I have now. I see. So I think like you have to be actively thinking in that situation to take the next step. Yeah, I I don't think I was thinking about it before, but I am now. I'm yeah. just like, oh, like, okay. I, I feel like you have to think about, all right, I'm gonna do this, and then actually think about doing it, then do it. Yeah. So like sometimes like we I, I I think like I've done I've done this probably a couple of times as well like it was like oh yeah I'd love to do that and that actually happened right because like, like oh that's a nice idea okay bye <laughs> yeah so it's, it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like the zone where it's like yeah that's cool but like you don't really want to actually do it yeah you know there there are sometimes there will be ideas like that but I'd say the difference between those ideas versus the ideas that that leads to fondness is actually taking the step to. You're like, all right, let's try this. Yeah. You know, actually taking the time and you know, putting the effort to actually do it. And that's that's something that you have to be actively doing mm-hmm. versus versus passively doing. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I But I what I find is really interesting is like, we all grown adults, right? So like, I think we've been, and we talk about this literally all the time. It's just like this path mm. and like things that we should be doing to pursue that path. Mm. And... When I think about this question about fondness and stuff and when I'm hearing everybody, it's just like there's not really room for fondness in that path sometimes. Mm. Like we've kind of like said like, okay, here's the beset road, right? Mm-hmm. And like even with the ideas of our passion, like once we figure out those passions, we're like, oh, okay. But like in fondness, like I just feel like it's weird to even talk about things that we're fond of. I don't mm. know if you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's just an, there's a... An inf- like the lack of, I guess, infrastructure to bring about those things. So to in this case, right, like in Jenny's defense, I would say, right, that it's just hard to pursue fondness. Yeah, It's easier to pursue passions than it is to pursue fondness because of the way we think about it. Mm. And to me, it's like understanding steps to pursue fondness makes less sense to me saying out loud than developing steps to pursue your passion, which Mm. sounds like the tagline of every self-help book I've ever heard. Yeah. Right. And it's like, but in that regard, right. It's like, 
yeah, you have to make the steps. Like you have to be active about it. But sometimes it's like, I, I, you're, I think you're willing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, how am I going to do that? Right. right. Like what is the, what, and for me, it was like Tai Chi. Right. And I realized like, look, I don't have maybe the time right now to go in the middle of like on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. and just hang out with those dudes and just watch them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, is there any other step I could do to keep me from, you know, keeping my fondness of it or to pursue it even further? And then that's why I was like, I only have like 10 minutes. Uh, I'm going to watch this YouTube video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, that's what I, and for you, it's like, even as you mentioned before, it's like you get in an Instagram hole or you're just going to watch YouTube. Yeah. And like, I would imagine like my advice, I guess, or one thing I would consider is like, if you're going to watch YouTube anyway, just watch YouTube videos of drawing. Yeah. And that maintains your kind of like, it's like oh, that's cool. And then it's like, it's cultivating even further. In yeah. It. And then it's like, it's about like, because I always think about rats and, or not rats, mice and mazes. Mm. And it's like, I'm sure they're willing to try to get out. But they literally have no idea where to go. Right. <laughs> so they're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so, like, there's the pressure, right, to kind of do that. And then, and I, but I don't think, I don't question, like, um, the willingness of the mouse to try to get out. I just question its ability to figure out how to get out. Right. And mm-hmm. that's the thing here. It's like, it's us trying to figure out all of those things. So, yeah, be active. You have to. But I think there's also, like, understanding yourself to, to figure out how you're going to be active in that process yeah. and stuff like that. Well, Sometimes, then, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, since you bring up that, like, kind of overarching societal distinction, mm-hmm. like, I don't even think about fondness, really. Right. Like, I don't, I don't think about, like, these little things that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I'd like to do that someday. Like, I don't even think about, like, before we started talking about fondness, I didn't even think about it as fondness. And it's right. like, oh, like, that's a whole nother layer of, like, how do you make space for fondness in your life when you don't even realize that that's what it is? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's like, oh, hey, hi. Right. I remember you. Yeah, right. it's like, oh, okay. Um, so I think that's a really cool thing to like, now I like, there's a whole new avenue for like discovering things, which is kind of cool. So, it it's also kind of intimidating, not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> but that's okay. She's like, you, she's that uncomfortable. Laughing. It's a, it's just... an uncomfortable like trying not to let the existential dread sink in. So I'm laughing, but it's like, oh okay. It's also that kind of moment where it's like, I have I have that moment all the time where it's like, oh. I get to decide what I want to do. And then it's like, dang it, I have to decide what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody can tell me what to do. I'm the one who tells me what to do. Oh, man, what? Nobody tells me what I can do. Oh, no one's telling me what to do. No one's telling me what to do. So I got got to figure it out. But I think that's a really cool thing, too, is if you can, you know, just like, take ownership of that I guess and Uh really like you know lean into the fondness and see where that curiosity takes you maybe it doesn't take you anywhere Mm -hmm. but maybe it does so Mm -hmm. that's really cool right yeah it kind of leads to our next question Mm -hmm. which is what do you believe are the differences in fondness and passion okay so I would say time, 
right? Which is mm. kind of like mentioned here, right? Yeah. And the thing that I would talk about in regards to that is that with fondness, right? Um, like if you are fond of something, like whatever it may be, you'll, uh, you have time for it, right? You have it, right? Like, or like, uh, it's like, you'll do it when you have the time. I'm sorry, mm. that's what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. You'll do it when you have the time to do it, right? Like, oh, I, I can do this right now, or I can do that right now. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, but a passion is something you will make time for. Mm. Or, and it's just very much like, okay, like, I have to, like, I need to, I want to pursue this. I will go, and I will go, and I will go, and I will go. And that's, I think, like a fundamental problem sometimes. Mm. Because I think about passion and how I got it. And I think it really started with, like, fondness. And then I think about this, like, how many passions am I not pursuing mm. because I didn't have time for my fondness of things? And I'm like, all the things that I could be loving right now that I, I don't because I, I just never entertained or explored or had the time for the things that I was fond of. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, man. And so that bumps me out a little bit. But with that, I think in general, it's just like a, a, for me, one of the distinguishing factors is about time and how much time we should be investing in it. And like, that's like weird to say, because like time in itself is like an abstract concept in our lives. Just mm -hmm. like, you need to make time for me. I'm like, well, how much time would you like? like <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I say, oh, I don't, okay. Well, I need <laughs> to be number one on your list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think time... Quality time is like one of those love languages that even like right now I, I'm um, I'm I'm talking to a couple because I'm helping to officiate their wedding and um, I realized that one of the love languages of the bride was quality time and it was a big issue in their relationship because he would be like either like at school at the time he was like in college uh, working on his career or he'd be dancing. And then if he wasn't doing those things, he would also be spending a lot of his time playing video games. And then she would be like upset because it's like, like the quality, the time that we're spending is very little. And even when we're supposed to be, even when they're in the same room, it seemed like very little because sometimes he would be like playing video games mm -hmm. or whatever. Maybe mm -hmm. now they've grown, they've had like grown like accustomed to each other and like the, they, they're doing things in each other's lives that accommodate for that kind of like lifestyle that um, is happening. But even with that being said, it's just like, you know, the idea of time in, in fondness and, and, and liking something or pursuing something, it's just really, really important. And uh, it's one of those things we always perceive as like we don't have very much for. Mm. And, but then we may have more than you think. Yeah. And I'll have a story about that later. But yeah, that's the one key distinguishing factor about that is time. Mm. Uh, what about you, Alex? <laughs> so. <laughs> was, Cedric was looking directly at me and then just pivoted real quick. <laughs> darted my eyes straight to Alex unexpectedly. Well, I'd say it's, it's interesting because like I'd say the difference between fondness and, and passion is like you said earlier, it's it's the starting of something, mm. you know. Fondness is, I'd say it's like the root of passion. Nice. Because mm. when, when we think about it, like uh, like from my experience, like, like dance, you know. 
dance started as a fondness for me. It wasn't re- it didn't like become a passion immediately. There are people who who have passion like immediately um right off the bat like you know like Steve Harvey um if, if that's I'm, his name. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't I, I, know I, that story like, but if, okay. If you're going to drop that name and <laughs> I cuz I do not associate that man, I'll be honest, uh with passion. Really? So, I, what is he passionate about? Well, because like he started off as a comedian. Right. Well, well, like he's he did a full time job, but then but then he felt like he found his calling as, as a comedian. Okay. Like being on stage, you okay. know. There's probably arguments about that for sure, but like that's how I saw it. That he just immediately felt passionate about it because oh. he felt like that was his thing that he wanted to pursue. Okay. But I feel like, um, for me, uh, dance started off as a fondness. You know, mm-hmm. it was really about. The first time that I, I um, enjoyed dance was um, if I don't know if I remember talking about this on a podcast, but but like it was in this yeah yeah I remember talking about this. It was when we were all in a really small room. It, well, the first time I um, enjoyed it was like it was at an anime convention. Oh. So yeah, I haven't. Oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've talked to this on a podcast. I probably mm-hmm. talked to it with a couple of friends, but literally like we were just all just grooving had a good time you know just dancing to anime music so yeah. we were just being a bunch of little you know little oh, fun alex little alex dancing to anime music <laughs> that's a precious memory i will hold in my head now <laughs> so it was super cool but like yeah there was some hip-hop stuff too hey. some some um some uh edm music and stuff like that as well and the the coolest thing about that was that like there was just this little there's a circle uh-huh and you know, just people were just doing their thing, doing whatever freestyle dance they were doing, whether it be like popping or they were just you know locking or crumping or whatever. And you know, and I just and like I I, I took the courage to like just to jump in and wow. do my thing, you know, mm. you know, do well, like what, a little what bit. What was of... your thing? I <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's, it's the Alex. Well, thing, well, you know? well, the funny thing was that my thing was like. Like at that time when I started to grow a fondness for dance, I didn't know anything. Oh yeah. I would have this go-to move where it was kind of a windmill, but kind of not. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what a windmill like is. Like a b-boy move? Like yeah, it was a b-boy, b-boy move. Oh. Yeah, it's Wait, a b-boy that's move. the one where your feet are up in there. Yeah, yeah. feet are up in your ground, ground, ground. Yeah, what? and then like I kind of did like one and a half spins of it and then just got up and just walk walk yeah, out, that's right. <laughs> walk that's out right. of the circle Whatever. okay bye that was you it just, you just witnessed that and then he's out and then uh, yeah, throws yeah. a smoke bomb on the ground and then disappears yeah and then move to the next circle and yeah, do it yeah, again yeah. <laughs> nice so like that's what I did I didn't know really how to dance you know but like I, I just wanted to be a part of that scene because I thought it was so cool to be with and people were having a great time and then eventually it started growing on me and started to become a passion because I just started to pursue it in a way where like hey I want to do better at this I want to you know like get better and see what I can do with this you know mm-hmm. and the interesting thing is that fondness is like an open door to me because it created a journey for me to become um a better dancer not only the better dancer i am today but it helped me create friendships and the community that i'm in uh for dance for for urban dance you know Mm -hmm. street style dancing which is you know what i what i'm passionate about 
And that's how I met, you know, you、oh, met、yes. Jenny, and、mm-hmm. you know the dance team, the outer class, and 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 everyone. So I thought it was just really beautiful to see that, you know, from something so small as a fondness to grow into something so huge as a passion, just from starting something that you just like, you know, and it just created something that holds a really huge meaning in my life,、right. and that's something that I want to see grow. Yeah, I think that you're right. Like there's that. That relationship of fondness to passion, that like,、uh, it's like the starts of stuff, and it, it starts so many things. So that's awesome.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool.、Mm-hmm. Jenny,、yeah. um, yeah, I think I don't have a specific example. Okay, no worries. Because、no、like,、worries. mine was kind of similar with dance, actually. Even like before, um. When I was doing, like, when I first got into Irish step dancing, yeah, like I was,、um, I was looking for like kind of a physical activity because that was like one of my parents' things. They're like, you have to have something like physical activity to do.、And、I was、oh, like,、right. okay. So、um, over the summer, I was like looking. I always liked river dance and just thought it looked really neat. Like, so I and like we've got Irish roots and like love Irish music and everything. So I was like, okay, like we'll take a look at this.、Um, so like that was kind of a natural sort of progression、um, towards things that I already liked. So I looked up a class and luckily they had one at our like local community center.、Um, so I went and there was like. Only like three people signed up for the class, which was awesome. And it was like a couple weeks over the summer.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I went and did it, and for the most part, like I was one of the like I kind of had like private lessons because like I was only one showing up most、oh, of the time, like consistently. Yeah,、um, which was nice, and that's how I met、um, my dance teacher and my first director. Um, and we got along really well, and it turns out that she had her own studio and her own team.、Right. Um, so then I just signed up for class. Well, I, it turned like I liked it. I was good at it. I was able to do it pretty well. Like,、um, and then she told me about her team and everything. And like, it, it it's not like a team where you had to audition.、Mm-hmm. Um, they do mostly like. Um, community events, and it was kind of just like signing up for classes. And I was like, "If you want to do this, like, these are the performances, and this is what we like learn. Like, we had to learn specific dances to like move up levels. Sure.、Um, and you know, you'd be like, of course, in different dances depending on your skill level、um, and learning different things. But it wasn't as intense as like actually auditioning for it. Hmm.、Um, But yeah, so that's kind of like I had a similar thing. Like it started with the fondness, and that was, like, I think for urban dance, it kind of started more out of indignance. Like I'm gonna do this thing that I didn't want to do anyways. But I always had like a, in it was I didn't realize it, but it was a fondness for it. So,、mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think kind of to your point, like thinking about fondness as a starting point is a really good. Way to think about it, as opposed to like we were kind of talking about this earlier, but like、um, fondness is kind of like the door that opens, right? And like if you kind of give yourself time to like open that door and like actually follow that curiosity, then you kind of get led down the path of passion,、mm-hmm. right? And 
like I think once you decide to pursue it, that's when you're like on the road to yeah. your passion. Yeah. Like yeah. I see fondness as kind of a catalyst. Like and it could just stay it could just stay as a fondness, like something you do if you have time, like, oh, I might pick up knitting. I don't know. Um, like that sounds like a fun yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Or paint by numbers or ceramics or anything like oh I might take a class on that if you have time but I think it can really lead you to your passions and I think it can help you even develop your passions and um get you to a different place like Mm -hmm. enhance what you have like oh there's this you know different style of dance that I'm interested in doing and that leads to you know more classes and different things so so I think they go very hand in hand yeah i i think that's really cool because like the the interesting thing of um the difference between you know how i pursued my fondness into passion while your state has a fondness is is because like it was something that your irish irish dance step dancing was something that you wanted to try and you wanted Mm -hmm. and you you enjoyed at the time yeah but but you knew you felt like in your heart that it wasn't something that you wanted to pursue right no, it was. Oh, I, ju- oh, I just really? kind of grew out of it. Yeah. I oh, was, you just grew out of no, it. No, okay. I was on. The, I was on the team for years. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I, saw, I saw the video. Yeah. Oh wow. Sure. Yeah, okay. I, I performed with them for years. Like I did it in high school, and I took a couple years off here and there, but I went back and I performed with them for years. Like now, I think it's a fondness again, oh, kind of thing. Okay. So actually, yeah, I'm kind of back into that like sort of full circle kind uh-huh. of thing. Like it started with the like kind of interesting fondness Mm. and like it grew into a passion and I pursued it and I really enjoyed being on the team like Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of things Mm -hmm. and then like it kind of waned just for like many different reasons but now it's like a fondness like I still really enjoy watching it I could honestly I could do it right now like it's that much muscle memory which is really cool that's cool yeah um and I'd be happy to like take classes and do things again but Mm -hmm. it's not something i'm actively pursuing i guess Mm -hmm. as opposed to like um our urban style right i'm working on that and i'm really passionate about like actually growing that and right i don't it it is kind of interesting because like i don't have a specific well i've got a couple goals that i've actually set for myself now but like i don't really have a specific destination like i don't know what urban dance is going to be overall I just know that it's like something that's really important to me and it's become like so ingrained in my life so that's that's where I consider it more of a passion now wow and I I think that's a cool point to make because I think for I didn't realize this until just now that yeah the ideas of like fondness and passion I always thought they were kind of like constant states like Mm. well I mean I fondness turns into passion but then I thought, oh, yeah, passion can turn back into fondness, mm-hmm. right? Like it ebbs and it flows. It goes yeah. up and down. And I think that's kind of like the current of our life. You know, it's like, okay, like you can like people say pursue your passions, right? Mm-hmm. But then what happens when your passion just turns back into fondness, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, it goes into And I think it's really crazy because I think I, I work in education and, and, and just in general, I see people, I think sometimes there's like a crisis of purpose, right? Like, mm. what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. And a lot of the things or a lot of the paths that we've been given a lot. Now we kind of question whether or not that's what we want to do, mm-hmm. like views about how we're going to spend our lives, what we're going to dedicate ourselves to. And it's like really big questions and they're very heavy. 
and burdensome. And I think in general, though, what becomes a problem is like a lot of the infrastructure about becoming successful is dedicated to passion. It's dedicated to like pursuing your passion, doing this. And then, but a lot of us, I can, I can feel like they don't feel they have a passion, but they might have fondness. But even then, we don't even know that for sure because it's just not really talked about that well. I just, I don't remember the last time I said to somebody, what is something that you're fond of? Mm-hmm. Or like, what's something that you just like? Like, I care about the things you like. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm really enthralled by more narratives of like, you know, like, what do you love? Tell me what the things you love. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I love. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't gotten there yet. But here are things that I like or here's things that I've grown fond of. And then and the reason why was just that we don't, we don't really talk about those things. And I think... It's because for me, I have this idea where it's just like, we don't talk about the things that we like because we're so, we're ready to change them if we want to. And we don't want to put it out there. Like for me, it's like, if I told you I like this thing and then, and then someone said like, oh, that's weird. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. It is weird. I'll never do it again. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it anymore. Right. Like, but if you love something, you, you're, you're willing to fight for it, affirm for it. Like that's me, whatever it yeah. is. And so we don't, we, we kind of like shelter it and we cater to it. And uh, it's tough because like in doing so, right, maybe we don't pursue it as passionately because we don't feel that need to, to go for it. Or like we want a feeling to like take us somewhere as opposed to us pushing ourselves to seeing where we can go with it. Yeah. And it's just really tough because I think if we take, fondness a little bit more seriously in our lives like i think we all have done it leads to those passions but it takes time to do that yeah and you just have to realize that it's worth spending your time to figure out you, you know how serious your fondness can go into becoming the passions that you want it to be and i think in general like that and then what's important about that is i think we talk about things a lot mm-hmm. but i think a lot of times people have fondness for people Mm. Right, like you're fond of your mom, or you're fond of this girl, or you're fond of like your boss, and you do it for the certain capacities. Mm-hmm. And I think a distinction I make in that, in um, regards to fondness, is like when I'm fond of something, I don't really want, right? Like, and this is another, I really don't want it to change. Like, I want it to kind of be consistent and the same. Right. But if I'm passionate about something, I want to see where it will go. Mm. Right? And if you are interested in fondness to create passions, right, that's what you would do, right? Like, you would you you would do those things. But if you're interested in fondness for the sake of fondness, you just let it be. Like, I think you mentioned earlier. Right? Yeah. It can stay as a fondness and whatever it may be. But then I think about people. And I think about, like, oh, man, like, and the nature of, like, love which is like my favorite thing to talk about (laughs) um and i think about like fondness like if you're fond like the diff if someone told me like do you are you do you are you passionate about are you passionately in love or and then it'd be like are you fondly in love Mm. and then like is there a distinction there and i would think yeah if i'm fondly in love with someone or if i'm passionately in love with someone i 
am making the time to see and grow and change with that person and you know seeing where it goes exploring all these avenues being honest and truthful about you know like where i want i want things to develop like i just want things to grow but if you're fondly in love with someone you kind of just admire them for what they are mm. right and then you kind of accept what it is mm -hmm. right and then you just you don't really want to move that in any case and I would say neither are really wrong, I guess, to a certain degree. Yeah. But at the same time, like the distinction is important to make because if one person passionately loves you and you fondly love the other person or vice versa, where the expectations yeah. are different, then it becomes like a problem. Not a, it becomes like an issue. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest with you about that. You know, like, and then how they show their love and what they want to do. So, like, I would think about that. So, I think about that, yeah, in general, like, fondness for people. Do you guys have any? Um, see, when you, when you talk about fondness, about, like, towards people, like, I think about, like, I feel that fondness is more of an affectionate term, mm -hmm. in my point of view. Yeah. Sure. You know, like, like a like a beginning of a relationship kind of thing. Mm. That's what I think of fondness means to me. Mm -hmm. You know, because like when you were talking about like having fondness for my mom or for a fondness for my boss, like to me it just it, it doesn't feel right to me. Oh, okay. You know, so but like it, to me it makes sense if you're if you ever have a certain fondness for a significant uh, other or or someone you feel you're attracted towards. Sure. sure so that's sure. that's that's my perspective on what fondness means to me. Oh, okay. mm. And probably like I've had a couple of times where I had fondness, um, but probably probably a good portion like I probably uh, was fond of someone was was this girl who was in my Japanese class uh, in at Fullerton College you know mm -hmm. and we were yeah we were like we were pretty much in the dating phase you know we wanted to feel each other out and everything like that so um, yeah like I'd say we were probably dating for a couple months three okay. months or so and um you know like I, I learned a lot about her she learned a lot about me and like we had fun we had fun with it but over time like we we also lost i i felt like we lost that fondness because um we didn't know where to go with it mm. Mm. and that's yeah that's that, that's an important thing right like when mm -hmm. you don't know where to go mm -hmm. you kind of like it's like maybe i think you wanted something more and it's like oh okay and then mm -hmm. when you real like when frustration hits mm -hmm. people lose fondness for things right mm -hmm. like it's yeah. like oh like is this it like mm -hmm. i think you wanted more right i did want it and more. then maybe i don't know if she wanted more i don't think she wanted more because yeah. like she recently got out of a long relationship as well mm. and so it was a it was a six-year relationship for her and uh, for and I felt like you know she just probably wanted to start dating again and you know mm -hmm. kind of get her feet wet and everything right. like that. So, and for me, you know, like I had a different motive in mind. Like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, I actually want to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. You know, but she she probably um, she wanted the thought of you know actually just you know being able to date again. Right. So I respected that and you know let her be on her way. Mm -hmm. And you know, no doubt about it. Like, uh, I had a great time like we and you know we're still good friends like right. and i thought it was just really really interesting to be around so um but but yeah like i think it's it's definitely a very interesting right and topic. I, you're right yeah. like it's like a fun you're like a it stayed in the fondness stage mm -hmm. and you weren't interested in that mm -hmm. i think you wanted to at a certain point just really like love her and like mm -hmm. really be passionate about 
her and all those things and she's like ah no that's too much mm. commitment yeah like you know mm-hmm. but like i would say this at the same time the time that i spent with her was that um it wasn't a waste of time yeah you know it was definitely something that was worth exploring yeah. and i feel like that's something that people um should do more of mm-hmm. it's like make make the active thought and active you know commitment to actually just do that something that you want to try mm-hmm. and see where it goes rather than putting up walls and walls and walls and walls of what ifs mm-hmm. and not right. act- and, and not actually you know go for it because of these walls of what ifs of these bad things that could possibly happen that they're obviously are not going to happen when you don't t- when you don't do it but at the same time what about the, all the good things that you don't see mm. that's behind you right and so that's yeah that's again like i i love your perspective on things because it's just very very uplifting and very very progressive and all that stuff so that's really awesome because i think in general yeah that's a good mentality to think about like don't think you wasted your time you're discovering yourself yeah right and we we advocate that all the time Mm -hmm. it's like and it takes time it takes time to do that stuff so just but no like yeah, I think you sh- people should be more willing to open themselves up to that idea. Like, I think we're very result-oriented. Mm. Like, we're very, like, achievement-oriented. Yeah. Like, what can we show for it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard to show, like, I've grown as a person. And then be like, oh, but there's no medal. Or there's no blank and blank. And I'll be like, yeah, there isn't. But I... There's a medal inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's a greater degree of understanding. Right? I think uh, someone told me it was, like... You, you learn more from failure than you do from like victory right mm-hmm. like your yeah. achievement and I, I i i like i can akin to that then again like i haven't lived a life of complete only victory right but i think i i'm learning i learn and connect i learn more about life and connect better with life through necessarily the things that i didn't have to achieve and i adjusted and i mm-hmm. understood and stuff like that. i'd say like um it's kind of it's kind of like this everybody I, I would okay let's not say everybody but like people love watching movies right yes 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 you guys love watching movies i do love watching, I do movies. Love watching movies yeah do you remember the movie liar liar with yes. Jim Carrey? yes i love that movie i don't remember it well but i remember that movie. yeah and like not only no but like do you do you guys love bloopers yes you know, yeah. like scenes, yes. Yeah, so it's kind of like that thing too. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, that's true. You know, like it's pretty much the whole concept of the the, the final result, which is the movie, mm-hmm. but also the process, which is the bloopers. Right. Mm. You know, there's yeah, there are mistakes. Yeah. There are things that happen. That's I remember. A good way to think about it. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I like that. I like like there's this, this blooper stick with me so hard. It's when Jim Carrey when he's in the courtroom mm-hmm. uh, as the you know the, the as the lawyer, mm-hmm. and he just walks up. Your Honor, he holds a piece of paper. This he pauses for like ten seconds, and he crumples up the paper, and he's like, "It's a goose." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, and you know what's funny about that is like. On this blooper, on this blooper um, um, extension, uh, like when I would watch the Rush Hour movies, mm. right? Like I, I would remember lines, but not lines from the actual movie, mm-hmm. but lines from the bloopers. Oh yeah, right? I remember like, that. Like Chris Tucker would always say the wrong name for Jackie Chan because in his <laughs> in Jackie Chan's uh, character's name is Lee, but he keeps calling him Jackie in <laughs> uh, in the movie. 
And he's all like, isn't that right, Jackie? And then Jackie Chan's like, Jackie again? <laughs> it's like, Let's go, what, what are we going to do about that, Jackie? It's like, I don't know, Chris Tucker. <laughs> and then, and then it's, just like, it's just like, yeah. And I think you're right. There's something to be said about, yeah, there's, the, there's like the movie, the final product. And yeah, we want to be proud of like, you know, the achievement. But what makes it interesting and maybe lasting and, and really precious it's like all of those like little mistakes that we made and laughing about them yeah. and like mm-hmm. and, and goofing off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that makes things a little bit more meaningful and lasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it is that the process and kind of to your point, like we are so achievement based, mm-hmm. so that if you feel like you're not sure that something's going to quote unquote work out, like probably exactly the way that you plan it then you can feel like you're wasting effort right or like oh i don't know like i'm not i could never be a famous dancer so like what's the point of even trying it's like Mm -hmm. no like if you like something you should just try and go for it Mm -hmm. you know like there's there's so much for just the pursuit and like that kind of personal growth and it's like i have heard this a couple times and um there's really no such thing as failure. It's only lessons. And I, I like that because it is really about, it, it's like changing your perception on failure. Mm-hmm. It, it's really like, okay, I didn't get the intended result. So you could think, okay, yep, that failed. Or you could think like, well, what did I learn instead? Or maybe something else came out of it. Like, even even things that you've really, really wanted. Like I've had a couple instances in life where it's like, oh my gosh, I really wanted this in the moment and I couldn't get it for whatever reason. And then it turned out so much better. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's those kind of things where it's like, yes, I could see that as a failure, but actually the end result was much better because I didn't get that thing or it didn't turn out exactly the way I intended. I mean, how many stories are about that? Like, isn't that how they like discovered penicillin like it was a mistake yeah you know they didn't intend to do that like because penicillin comes from mold like you don't intend to like create a life-saving medicine from that but it's a mess you know it was like there's so many things that you hear about that i i didn't know it was an accident yeah Uh, like uh how modern day soap was created like the bar soap Uh yeah it was an accident because like uh it used to be like heavy as a brick Mm. right and then like uh and then but then someone had let the machine run like way longer than it should have to create it and then they realized that the bar was like much lighter mm. and like much more like i guess efficient in that sense and but the guy had left it on for so long and he's like oh my god like and then he's like oh but like this is soap now like yeah. this is like this is such a much a better approach to those things and it's like those quirky little accidents that are beyond your own planning your own design that sometimes yield even better right results or just like unintended like you know mishaps that are like oh yeah this is it actually led to a greater thing that's actually most of my life <laughs> like if i had to if i had to like um name my biography it'd be like unintended accidents that led to better things <laughs> oh i love that <laughs> i would that, read that i would, I would read totally that, read that yeah. just, just like, by uh, the title i would read that like, like unintended successes and i'm like uh okay that'd <laughs> where be am cool. i sure I think that'd be really yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I think that's something to think about and keep cool about. And so, yeah, yeah in all those regards, I, yeah, just... I, <laughs>
I have no idea what that is coming out strange noise it's my speaker I, I don't know what he, what he's talking about but yeah i think um, he's on low battery oh you think so i think so oh yeah oh. I, i'm because because uh we're charging quote unquote our mic my, my our microphone which is my phone uh to uh to record this podcast because <laughs> my quote unquote microphone was low on battery so <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. fun. Yep. Just a just a fun note. I love that part in Big Hero Six with Baymax when he's like, "Low battery." <laughs> like I I I just have to put this in here. My favorite thing is like who I would love to have been in the room when somebody was like, "Okay, how do we make a robot like personify low battery? Make them drunk." <laughs> <laughs> like we jumped out a window. <laughs> Furry baby. I love it. I love it so much. That's non sequitur. Enjoy. Enjoy that. All right. Well. So, uh, we are going to have our final thoughts for the podcast. It's about that time again. What's so funny? I'm just like twiddling with my hat. Oh. (laughs) Playing with his thoughts. Oh. Just re- rearranging everything in yeah, your brain. I'm, I'm massaging my brain for this final thought. <laughs> it's going to be a big one. I don't know. All right. Uh, so I'll go first, right? Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I think, like, when I look, when we, I'm so glad that we were able to talk about fondness mm-hmm. because it's something that we just don't get to talk about in, in, in just casual society, right? And so in doing so, like, you know, I, I think we discovered quite a bit. And so the one thing I realized is like, yeah, in this sort of bigger version of like what the world we live in, we don't get a chance to cultivate our fondness or take seriously our fondnesses because like, yeah, like it's just not a conversation to have really. And the structures or the, the kind of like resources are not dedicated to cultivating fondness they're dedicated to cultivating passions and your dreams or whatever it is your passive success because those ultimately yield right to uh what they would say is a greater like a form of happiness uh but the reality is is i think a lot of us don't really know have like really have our dreams or we thought we had our dreams and then they become fondness again (laughs) or whatever it is and i think what you need to realize is that if we and my advice and my final thought is more of advice to really take your fondness seriously. And But with that being said, it is the beginnings of something. So it's important that how you begin, right? It doesn't have to be, it's the beginning. It doesn't You don't have to rush to the end. You don't have to make it just only three steps and you're done. Like, look, I have a fondness for Tai Chi, right? But I didn't have the time to go on Saturday morning to go to the place and just try it out right and people are like well like do you really even want to do it like yes Mm -hmm. but like i'm trying to modify right um depending on how i am and what i'm doing to maintain that fondness and pursue it so i watched a video right on youtube and that's what i'm saying so when you're beginning to take your fondness seriously right i implore you uh my advice is just one day out of the whole week Maybe, you know, uh, as long as you can give it, think about things that you're fond of and, um, you know, and then 
questions that could help with that is like what do you like to do with your friends or what do you what would be something that you would like to you've always seen maybe on television or others do and just you know like pursue it a little bit more uh, and it could be as quirky or as weird as you'd like it to be right as long as you're not hurting anybody mm -hmm. I would imagine right so it's like if you find yourself watching birds a lot like figure like okay like just pursue that a little bit more whatever it is if you if you love conversations it's like okay have be active in that a little bit and you know for whatever little times you have and have conversations about other people's fondness you know mm. be like hey what are you fond of and you can get ideas from that too and then just do little things like youtube videos or you know whatever like again there's so much information that you can just start and then you'll you'll pursue it from there so just start very small like and then just build and build every single time and take it seriously and have those serious conversations about the little things that you like because i think what we realize is like fondness is what the things you're fond of make you interesting mm. right mm -hmm. we we want to have passions and like oh like i'm passionate about blank it's like that's cool but then it's like there are literal there's probably like smaller things that you do that are just quirky you mm -hmm. like things i would never even conceive that you would be fond of like cup stacking and I'm like, that is a cool thing. I, I mean, that's no. what I'm saying. Like, I didn't even know that could be a thing. And like, there's a thing like passions usually are things that we can see that like, oh, yeah, I'm very passionate about blank. Right. That those are paths set by maybe uh, things that we can see. But fondness of like, I, I'm fond of pillow hugging. Like, I don't know what that means, but it's like, OK. And it's like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> and like, that's where invention could, could happen for you mm -hmm. and figuring yourself out. So hmm. start small. And then, but take it seriously because that's the beginnings of something, mm. right? And that's how people create the most comfortable pillow. That's exactly so right. true. So Someone true. Someone had a fondness for like pillow hugging or touching pillows, and like <laughs> this could be better. And thank you, sir or madam, for for that, uh, for that, for your for for your contributions. I enjoy a good pillow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd say for my final thought. Um, whenever you have the, the thought of actually having a fondness for something that comes in mind, like saying, you know, oh, I, you know, oh yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying, you know, ice skating. Mm -hmm. The ne the next step I would actually um, that helped me was be active about actively think about the next step. All right, yeah, let's try it. You know, let's let's actually try this. But yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it on this 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 day this day this day, or can I do it right now? Right. So that's, that's a good thing to say. So really, creating a habit of actively thinking, uh, what to do next. Mm -hmm. I I think that's important, um, because many times I feel that we we always just take it in passively and not do anything about it. So definitely create a good habit of taking an active step, thinking right. actively, mm -hmm. versus um, always constantly thinking passive. Right, like, um, yeah, I think that makes total sense. And just make a little bit of time, just like yeah. a little, like little bits, right? Little steps, little bit of time, you know? And you'll, yeah, you'll, and it'll grow, like right? eventually. That's, mm -hmm. what we're, that's what we're hoping for. Mm -hmm. But you gotta be, like Alex said, you gotta, you gotta talk yourself up, like, hey, Cedric, what's up, man? <laughs> what? Want to do this? Yeah, you, want, you ready to do this? You ready to be fond of this? You ready? You fond of it, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty fond of it. It's like, okay, let's 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 let's, let's, let's do something about that. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. So do that. Do that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I think for me, it's kind of similar to both of you. Okay. But overall encompassing, it's like, I think make some space for yourself to get bored enough to see what actually interests you. Oh. So like for me, how I was talking, like I had kind of have this habit of getting into like YouTube holes and um, Instagram holes. And what I kind of started to realize is like I'm focusing so much on other people's lives and other people's stories that I'm not really even accepting my own. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't. I don't really know how to listen to that inner voice to even like it was kind of hard for me to come up with something that I'm fond of like and it, I think it's because we don't talk about it that often but also we don't really give ourselves space to like think about like what am I actually curious about mm-hmm. what am I that's one of my big things like I love being curious about things and like pursuing things that I'm interested in finding things out but I don't give myself enough space to like even have that fondness to like know what to pursue afterwards Mm. so I'd say like if you can like you know even just 15 minutes like put down the phone and just kind of be with yourself to like think about it and we've talked about this all the time it's like looking inward but like really just kind of like I think sitting and being quiet which is so uncomfortable it's really uncomfortable for me (laughs) so like I actually have to practice it or even like if you can't do that like I put on some like instrumental music so it's just kind of in the background sort of white noise type thing but where you can just kind of let your mind wander to so like what you're curious about and maybe just take that 15, five of those 15 minutes to write stuff down and see what you actually want to pursue. Maybe like these things will come up and it's not actually something what you want to pursue. But if you do have an actual fondness for it, like give yourself that time to pursue it. Like mm-hmm. Cedric was saying, like give it a good effort to see what's going on and you know don't be afraid to put in that effort and Mm -hmm. tell people what you like and you're interested in oh yeah like that's a really important thing and that makes you so much more interesting yep so so much so so i kind of have an action step like that's what i'm going to be doing this week but also if you can in on our instagram page or in the comments like let us know what if you found something that you're fond of we would love to know that like if you need to start the conversation here like, we would love to know. Yeah. Right? Like, let us know. And then you're probably helping anybody else be like, oh, my God, I'm fond of that, too. Yeah. And then you guys can, you know, you can meet up or you can do whatever and be like, oh, yeah, you're weird. So <laughs> am I. That's, that's great. <laughs> love it. Love nice. it. Right? So we would love to hear all of that stuff. So yes. just, yeah, do that for us. Cool. All righty. Well, I think we had a lot of good stuff talking about today. Yes. So... Um, I hope uh, all my all our listeners uh, had some really good time, and I hope to see you on the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so uh, to follow us on our uh, Instagram handles, um, uh, the podcast Instagram is creative underscore underscore, underscore emotions. Okay. Yes. And to follow uh, me, it's uh, Black Frost underscore L-E. That's L-3-L-A-C-K-F-R-O-S-T 
underscore le and if you're looking for me it is uh c p p is it papa seti papa seti dude i just need to get on it um okay uh, i swear if you guys dm me I, I i will respond it's just like i rarely go on my own instagram so um it is um papa seti 88 so p-a-p-a-c-e double d y-8-8 <laughs> oh man i love that this is thing every single episode get it together <laughs> oh man anyways and i'm at curiously radiant on instagram Come you know what? follow me i might change my instagram handle for something more like rem- memorable in my brain that might be good that might be good but it's okay for now it's the same guys <laughs> Alrighty. well i hope everyone has a good day yeah Thanks. bye see you on the flip side <laughs>